are now recording, and this is Out Now with Aaron and Abe. I am Aaron, and Abe is unfortunately not here, but I'll have more about that in a second. Out Now is a film podcast. Uh, we normally talk about new movies weekly. However, this is our special bonus episode. This is our uh, 92nd Academy Award Prediction Spectacular. Wow. Exactly. All of those noises. Uh, <laughs> we're going to be talking about the Academy Awards, specifically what our predictions are. We're releasing this Friday night, the, right before the Sunday, the 9th of February, where we're going to watch the Academy Awards. And so, yeah, so we're going to make these predictions now. So if anyone wants to listen to these, you can hear all of us talk about what we think is going to win and, uh, you know, set up this slight competition before we resort. We heard our results show immediately following the Oscars, which will go up on Sunday night. Um, all of that dates these episodes, but it doesn't matter. That's kind of the point of this. Joining me today to discuss the uh, Academy Award, our predictions we have from Fast Film Reviews, this Joker will need two popes to get over Judy. It's Mark Hoban. Hi, everyone. Also joining us, Shorts Programmer for the Newport Beach Film Festival. She's had a beautiful day once upon a time with Jojo Rabbit. It's Anna Bosch. Hello. How are you both doing this evening? I'm doing great. Doing well. A little cold. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Good. Oh, no. Glad to have you here. Uh, it's always this is always a, a fun time of the year where we uh, go over these uh, predictions, what we think is going to happen, and uh, yeah. Well, how are you doing? I, I th- thank you for asking. No problem. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm I'm doing quite well. <laughs> I am excited. I like uh, regardless of what happens at the Oscars, it is fun to kind of get into what we think is going to happen as far as the winners are concerned. And um, as much as we are competing with each other and we'll say harsh things about what one another, I think we'll still have a good time uh, going over this. It's gonna be difficult once again. You think so? Yeah. Okay. So like, I'm gonna I'm gonna go on record saying I think this year it was easier for me to predict than oh. previous years. Well, that's good. I, I will say in a majority of the categories it was. I think there are still, as usual, some that are a little bit trickier than others, and I look forward to whatever surprises happen, even though they're going to you know make mean that I lose something. But uh, yeah, no, I. We'll see what we'll see what goes on. But I will say that it's easier for me to guess the Super Bowl theme <laughs> winner uh-huh. compared to this. Okay. I feel like has it been four. Well, years? this has so many more variables. Well, you know what? Aaron was saying that too when we were eating yeah. dinner, and I was just like, "Well, no, and maybe." But I mean, some people could choose the wrong team. <laughs> but like. I was telling him, like, their stats and stuff. And then, like, sure, you can follow the BAFTAs, like, we'll get into and other awards. But then some of those don't really line up with the films that end up winning these categories. So. Well, traditionally, the last five years, the BAFTAs have not matched up with the Oscars as far as Best Picture is concerned. Right. So, see, it's. It's, there's a, a lot difficult. of a lot of things. It's so, all... it's surprising to hear that for Mark, it was a little bit easier. For you? I. Like well, I said, I, I, and I, I, I say that, and then we'll we'll talk Sunday night, and we'll see because yeah. obviously, if, if if I we'll see how many I get right because right. I could be wrong. It yeah. could be the, one of the most shocking years ever. I know, and we're gonna get into it because I'm just like I've been like literally teetering back and forth, and I told Aaron I was like, "What happened to the whole deal of having two ballots this year?" <laughs> you have one ballot. That's how it works. <laughs> no, it can be like bingo. You can. It's not bingo. <laughs> you can choose. Two score, two scorecards, right? Because um, we'll get into it, you know, like you were saying, but like I kind of feel like, in a way, perhaps Parasite could win of, a lot. Of course, then... of course, perhaps it's always perhaps. I know. Okay. <laughs> Let's get into it. Okay. All right, we're gonna go through all these, all twenty-four categories. We'll kind of start towards the bottom and work our way up to the big categories, even though 
some of the bigger ones or some of the easier ones to predict. But let's let's do it. <laughs> let's do some tactical stuff. Let's start from the bottom. Let's go with best visual effects. We have Avengers Endgame, The Irishman, The Lion King, 1917, and Star Wars colon The Rise of Skywalker. Mark, what do you have for visual effects? I have 1917. I have 1917 as well. Anna, what do you have? I'm also choosing 1917. Okay. We're all agreed on 1917. Any specific reason, I... I'll just say the the Oscars have tended to go more grounded in recent years as far as kind of realistic things, although Jungle Book did win a couple years ago and Lion King's following in that footstep. But 1917, I do think there's a lot working in its favor. Mark, Mark any thoughts on that? Uh, I just think that, you know, uh, 1917 is a very prestigious picture, and I just feel like that – I mean – the Irishman is also nominated for Best Picture, so that would also uh, be a possibility. To be honest, if if I would think if it's not 1917 in this category, I would go with The Irishman. I would say that that would be my my second pick. I was kind of looking at along those lines as well, of just like Best Picture films, and just like Mark just said, The Irishman in 1917. And we know Lion King was not the greatest at its visual effects. I mean, some could totally disagree. They're wrong. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I too had to lean more on 1917, just given like also if it's going to be winning a lot of um, its noms that night, mm-hmm. then it might also take that one. I think that the technical achievement, I think, is something that we're going to keep coming back to for some of these awards. But let's uh, let's keep going. Uh, let's get to the sounds. Sound editing. Ford v. Ferrari, Joker, 1917, Hollywood, and Rise of Skywalker. What do you have for sound editing, Mark? 1917. I have 1917. Anna? I also chose 1917. Let's go right to mixing, and then we'll talk about this a little more. Sound mixing, we have Ad Astra, Ford v. Ferrari, Joker, 1917, and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Mark? I also went with 1917. I have 1917 as well. Oh, this was a hard one for me. I wanted to make a split, but I'm also going to go ahead and say 1917. So we're all in agreement on 1917 for the sound awards. Yeah. I... (laughs) I think they tend to go towards war films or more action-heavy things. Ford v. Ferrari is a good contender, but again, I think the esteem that 1917's built up is going to put it in its favor. I mean, we've been quite redundant each year, like, talking about the sound categories, right? Where editing is, like, can go towards war movies because, like, the bullet sounds, the... Explosions. The the plane that's in there uh when it crashes. But then also you have Ford v. Ferrari, and it has the car hums, the engine. and mm-hmm. So it was really hard for me to choose between the two. Uh, let's see. Mark? I just agree that it's a war movie, and I, I think that that is the thing that would send it over the top. If, if it's not 1917, then I, I, I would think Ford versus Ferrari. Yeah, because even when we went down to sound mixing, sound mixing is where I want to split because Aaron and I were talking before the podcast – and I was just kind of stuck because, again, sound editing, I'm like, okay, let's just do 1917. But then sound mixing, I was like, would they give it to Ford v. Ferrari and have a split there? Or what were you saying? How, like, it would just probably just go, oh, that the Academy, um, they may not know the difference. The Academy would... famously seemed to be <laughs> up in the air about which which one's which sometimes. Which... And so they'll just give it to both. Or they abstain, but yeah. <laughs> so it was yeah, a little so... tricky. So, I mean, like in 2016, uh, sound editing went to Arrival, Arrival. and and then uh, Which I mixing <laughs> and mixing went to Hacksaw Ridge. So it, if there was going to be a split, I guess maybe uh, sound editing could go to Ford versus Ferrari. But I, I really feel like 1917 is 
has has this in yeah, both categories. I agree. Mm-hmm. We all agree. Yeah. So let's keep going. We got <laughs> we still have twenty plus categories. Production design. Once upon a time in Hollywood, The Irishman, 1917, Parasite, and Jojo Rabbit. Mark, what do you have for production design? I am going with Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I also have Hollywood. Anna. This is the one. As Aaron was saying earlier, like we'll probably pause for a little bit for some of these. The other ones are Toy Lock that I have. But when it comes to like production design, I got stuck because they're all doing a great job in that area. Mm-hmm. That department's just like once upon a time in Hollywood, you have I was explaining to Aaron that you have Leo's character where he's like wearing his clothes like as a non actor. Even though, of course, he's still acting in the movie, right? Mm-hmm. But when he's acting, he's, like, with his cowboy hat, and he has his whole... He's on set. He's Exactly. Design. Right. Yeah. And then even though it's a set, like, even though he's on set recording, like, um... Acting. Acting filming. and filming, like, the cowboy scenes, there's the rest of it going on. And then Jojo Rabbit... Gosh, Parasite. Well, Mark, why do you why do you have Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? Um, I well, so I have Once Upon a Time in Hollywood for two awards, and this is one of them. Mm-hmm. I think that production design is one of the area. I, I think a lot of the things like production design and the score and everything in that film was really outstanding. Um, and I just feel like this is a place where I think the Academy will reward this film. I agree. I do think that's just the fact that it's. A movie about Hollywood in old, in old, sorry, golden age Hollywood. I think that's going to play in its favor as far as the Academy seeing a movie in its basically home turf. Um, I, I think that works in its favor. Uh, I, I do think there's an argument for 1917 because it's constantly moving. There's a lot of different environments that they go through that they had to, you know, construct or make work for the sake of the film. Right, and that's the kind of film that I'm kind of leaning on just because the mm-hmm. trenches, the even the set pieces when they're when the actors running through that uh, town, uh-huh. and like that's all sets, you know, it's really hard. Wait, what do you want to choose? I know. Okay, let's lock it in. Wait, Mark, you said you also chose. He's on Hollywood. Hollywood for a costume? Did he jump? We over? didn't get there yet. Oh. We haven't gotten there yet. Yeah. Oh, but he mentioned he oh, did. Two. I have it for I have it for two words. Right. Yeah. Hmm. This is tricky. We got we got to lock okay. it in. I'm gonna go. I want to see 1917, but if it's not winning Best Picture, perhaps that's where Once in a Time, like how you're both explaining, probably would pick up the win. Yeah. I'll just go 1917. Okay. <laughs> All right. I mean, there's none of them are bad choices. No, I mean, no. Parasite also, you know, like I, I know, Aaron, you've brought this up, right. uh, but they they built sound stages to create these rooms and the house. And there's a lot, you know, that goes into that. So, I mean, mm-hmm. that would also be a wonderful choice. I, yeah, I, I mean, I, I think production design is it's a very solid uh, list. It's a very solid list, but it's also, I, th- I think, one of the trickiest categories this year. Mm-hmm. I, I think it could really go in any direction. There's not much of a precedent for any any of these because uh, they're all just impressive in their own right. So you're, you're at 1970. Yes. Okay. Next up, makeup and hairstyling. We have Bombshell, Joker, Maleficent, Judy, and 1917. Mark, what do you have for makeup and hairstyling? Uh, bombshell. I have Bombshell as well. I also went with Bombshell. Okay. However, I was leaning on Joker. I do think there's an argument for Joker. I feel like if it's going to pick up, like, for having 11 nominations, 
if it's going to win anything outside of the at least one that it's probably going to win, I have it for another. But I think it could. It, I mean, I have Bombshell. I'm locked in with Bombshell. But if it was, if there was like a surprise third win for Joker, I think it'd be in makeup. That's kind of where I'm at. But Bombshell, will... they, they transformed a character. I mean, I. I... Yeah, I do think that uh, Charlize Theron's makeup is, is subtle, and you know, you look at her and and you don't realize she's wearing makeup, and yet she looks like the character. I think that is what, honestly, I think the makeup is why she got nominated for Best Actress. But th- I, that's yeah. another story. And well, Aaron also had brought up. You said it was the same person who came out of retirement. Yeah, the right? same From... the same team that worked on Darkest Hour with Gary Oldman. That that uh, that Kuzo, I believe. Him and his team, like they came out of retirement for that movie, and they did they did the same work for Bombshell. And I mean the the award has gone to Darkest Hour and then Vice last year. I mean, both multiple movies that involve basically taking yeah, a person that you person. D- that does not look like themselves to some degree, like it just they they've transformed them. But so but with all that Bombshell seems like a a pretty good lock here. So. If I had a second bingo card, that's <laughs> why I would put Joker. Okay. <laughs> Um, next up, we have editing. Um, we have Ford v. Ferrari, The Irishman, Jojo Rabbit, Joker, and Parasite. Mark, what do you have for editing? Uh, Ford v. Ferrari. I also have Ford v. Ferrari on it. Okay. This is where it gets a little wishy-washy again. I'm going to say Ford v. Ferrari, but I was arguing about how Parasite won the Ace Award. Uh-huh. And... Also, how that also goes into play with winning Best Picture. Yeah. If you, if you win editing like that and you're a Best Picture nominee, it tends to... It, it can lead to a, also Best Picture win. It could be pretty telling in that regard. But with that, I guess, like, why are we choosing Ford v. Ferrari? Because the editing award also tends to go to the more action-y picture. Ah, and 1917 yeah. is not nominated. That leaves Ford v. Ferrari as far as having a lot of exciting action where you're cutting, doing a lot of cutting back and forth, doing a lot of... Tension grabbing through that manner. That said, I mean, yep. there's a lot of tension in Parasite. Well, I, mean, also, I haven't yeah. seen Parasite. So, Mark, have you seen Parasite? Yeah, seen, yeah. Oh, yes. Oh, okay, yes. so how do you no, feel the, I, about the editing in that film? Oh, it's fantastic. If, if, if uh, Parasite won, I, I would think – I mean, it, it's really – it's between those two, actually. Yeah, for it, sure. It, so I, I will say I don't think – the winner of editing doesn't uh, – hasn't won Best Picture, though, in a very long right. time. Not in a while. It's, it's leaned yeah, on the action stuff. Yeah, because yeah, editing is Bohemian Rhapsody, Dunkirk, Hacksaw mm-hmm. Ridge, Mad Max, Fury Road. You know, it's all, been a while. A lot of action movies. <laughs> so that's, yeah, yeah it's, it, we have to go all the way back to Argo to find a movie that won Best Editing that actually won Best, best Picture. picture. Uh-huh. Okay, so now I'll feel locked with that then. Okay. <laughs> I like how Mark just does describe that. So. All right. <laughs> Next up, we have costume design. Another, what I think it could be a tricky category, but we have The Irishman, Little Women, Jojo Rabbit, Joker, and Hollywood. Mark, what do you have for costume design? This is a tricky category. I'm going to go with Little Women. Um, but uh, Jojo Rabbit, I believe, won the... Won a Guild the, Award, yeah. The Guild Award for that. So I was kind of torn between those. I, I'm going with... Um, we'll talk about it, but I, I'm going with Little Women. I have Little Women as well. This right. is like I'm up in the air mm-hmm. because we can talk about it. Let's flesh it out. Okay. Um, the Irishman, you said it goes through decades. The goes through decades, and Sandy Powell is a three-time winner in this right. category. Now, Little Women has the whole the dresses. They even talk about like their dresses and everything. It plays a big role in the film. The the I believe um, the uh, uh, Jacqueline Duran. I believe she was nominated for uh, Anna Karenina in W.E. If I'm and... not, or am I mistaken? Is that the other one? One of those is nominated for both I, of those movies. I think one of them won for Sense and Sensibility. I've, uh, if I'm... 
the one that did Jacqueline Duran. Did, am I wrong about that? I I might be mixing them up because I know it's either Philip. Oh, I'm sorry, or not sense sensibility. Uh, Pride and Prejudice. I always oh, there you go. confuse those. Yeah, Pride and Prejudice. But also, I guess y'all leaning on Little Women because of the. I was right about Duran. Like... She's the one for Anna Karenina. Okay. okay, but like the dresses and everything. Correct? Yeah, the dresses. It's the oldest movie like... <laughs> that kind of kind of plays a role sometimes. And what was next? Oh, Jojo Rabbit. Won a Guild Award, like was pointed out, yeah. And then even mentioned to Aaron, like, it would also be, like, the first Oscar for a Hispanic to win. Mm-hmm. Costume design. Joker. Joker's mm. set in a period. It's It's got a... What did you say? It was, like, late 70s, 80s, he said? It's supposed to be late. It's not defined, but it's late 70s, 80s is the idea. And then here comes Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Another two-time Oscar uh, nominee. Yeah, for me, if it, 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 I said this. If it's not Little Women, I would go with Jojo Rabbit because of that Guild Award. Uh-huh. Like, I wanted it to lean on Once Upon, but perhaps I'll just go here with Jojo Rabbit then. If that, if that you want to lock it in. I won a Guild Award. It's a good pick. <laughs> Again, like we said, it's a tricky category. I was, yeah, I was torn. And really, I'm the same boat. This is a really a tough one for me. Do you think I should just go with the one that I chose <laughs> instead of like, changing? It's a good pick too. Uh, Costume design, actually. Uh, I'm looking at the winners. They've they've been kind of edgy. I mean, Black Panther. Yeah, Black Panther was last year, yeah. Yeah, there was Phantom Thread, which may be a little bit more traditional, but then Fantastic Beasts, Mad Max. Those those are a little bit edgier choices than yeah, your Fantastic traditional. Beasts, Fantastic Beasts is still like what 18th, 19th, 19th century P- period piece. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so how many times? I mean, of course, Aaron said, like, it doesn't really require it to be a pattern, but, like, if you win the guild for costume, are you most likely locked to win? I don't have that stat in front of me. To know I don't know, it, yeah, how lines, often. But I, mean... but I will say this. If if Little Women does not win costume do not design in, in my picks... It gets as, shut out, right? It's, it gets shut out. Yeah. That is the only thing that I have Little Women winning. So, not that I, 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 not that I picked that way, but I just thought... Uh, I, I'm actually... Mm-hmm pretty I mean, distributed I, I, over a lot of i have a lot of movies winning at least one award and although then I, have, I, I i assume irishman i think we were all like zero and ten for that movie so right so that the, the where i would have put that in would would have been visual effects and i'm still not 100 percent sure it won't win visual effects because uh-huh. that category often goes to some like wait oh that one you know uh, yeah like ex machina won that one ex year. machina yeah. yeah that's sort of the the, the the thing i'm thinking of well babe what do you want to do all right i'm gonna say Jojo Rabbit. Okay, lock it in. I hope that wins now. <laughs> I'd, I'd be very happy to see you succeed there. Well, because I, I know it's a very, like, um, a little detail, but mm-hmm. I finally had watched Jojo Rabbit with Aaron, and it was just, like, the whole shot with the shoes, I feel, was just very important, mm-hmm. and it's kind of like... <laughs> That's my go-to when I talk about, like, <laughs> what made me cry. Yeah. And that, it's so e- it's easy to tell people, oh, uh, tying the shoes made me cry, and I'm not saying anything. Hey, with, that's, that's, know, what, that's, what, that's what that's what Anna told Taika Waititi at our awards ceremony. No, I did, <laughs> yeah. and also it was just because it was kind of even like, because uh, well, the color, too, like, it's the red shoes, you've, and he focuses so much on the shoe aspect. Mm-hmm. And it's just like there's an importance there, and it's a very minor detail, but it means so much in that scene. And I'm kind of thinking of like what I'm hearing Del Toro is gonna... too, right? With the little girl in her shoes, mm-hmm. the red, like I don't know. I guess that just 
sticks out to me. So that's why I think I'm going to lean on Jojo Rabbit. Okay. Okay. And it's like, what, Phantom Thread was, you said, two years ago? Yeah. So, point. I mean... Are we? Can we get a little tired of these big dresses? We've seen them before. I mean, I, the, the history of the Academy Awards suggests otherwise, but yeah. <laughs> I, I really hope Jojo Rabbit You're wins good. now. Go, okay. Let's keep going. <laughs> All right. Sorry. Cinematography. Okay. This, we'll just do this for, for the sake of doing it. 1917, The Lighthouse, The Irishman, Joker, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Mark? 1917. 1917. 1917. Yeah, this seems like a pretty set lock. Roger Deakins has gone from losing for many years to winning multiple in a couple years. So right. good on him. But yeah, 1917, I think the, the accomplishment of that film is the cinematography. So there's no real reason to predict against it. Um, the best I could say is it's just nice to see the lighthouse in here. <laughs> like it's a, it's a really interesting looking film. So it's... And uh, A24's only nomination, yeah, correct? It's, 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 it's only one, which is wild. In a year, in a, in a, in A24 had a fantastic year. Yeah. I mean, I, several of their movies like made my top 20. So yeah. <laughs> it's it's wild no farewell, go figure no one cut gems no i mean i didn't see black man happening but i mean it could have but still uh okay all right that's all the technical stuff let's get to let's get to let's do the shorts oh my gosh no <laughs> we're not gonna leave that until a little bit later you want to wait you want to yeah, wait? wait okay let's, let's wait. get to the music that... let's get to the music then <laughs> anna looks at the shorts as like dessert yeah. so we... <laughs> <laughs> let's let's do the music original score we have thomas newman for 1917 the names Hilder Gunnar for Joker Alexandra Desplat for Little Women Randy Newman for Marriage Story and John Williams for Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker Mark what do you have for original score so I, I'm going with Joker I'm also going with Joker Anna? I've been split on Joker in 1917 yeah and so I, like... I I want to pick 1917 that's it's my want score. to win yeah mm-hmm but Joker's winning a lot. Yeah. It, it, yeah. <laughs> so I just finally decided I, I think there's just too much stats in its favor to sense. deny it. Especially since my ballot so far, I haven't really put Joker anywhere. <laughs> well, to be fair, none of us have. I mean, it's, it's, oh, really? it's got one okay. main. It's got one main category that we know it's probably going to win. Right. Is that the <laughs> very score? Im- a very important category. Oh, I see now. Yeah. Okay spoilers right don't do that uh no so like i was speaking on about this earlier too and like newman for 1917 it was like how many years you said 15 15 and zero and 15 he's gone and it's like really would academy keep doing that to him yes i mean they can (laughs) clearly they can they they said that after 13 they said it after 14 and Aaron, you say you know cinematography is the, the sort of the the main thing you cannot deny. I I also think the score just floored me. It's I, great. I yeah. sat in that theater, really loving it, and I think it's a big part of like what gets you immersed into the. I mean, any sport does that, yeah, of for course. Sure. But, I mean, but, both, yeah. but but this one just did it in a way that like. I don't know. I, I just I really if, honestly, if I'm going to be happy to be wrong about anything, it really would be score because I really would like to see uh, uh, Thomas Newman win for this. So why would Joker uh, for win? 1917. What? Why would Joker well, win? Well, Joe, I mean, that's another. She's aspect. winning just, for everything. She's, she's won like, for everything. But also yeah. of the things to praise about Joker, I, I do think the score is something that's stuck out a lot for me beyond just Joaquin Phoenix, beyond the cinematography, which is also very good. The score is another element that's very specific to the movie. Um, it, it's something that has has left a mark. People don't tend to, you know, in writing about Joker or reading about Joker, I haven't like heard people not mention the score because it is very 
deliberate in what it's doing. So I and see, I guess that's kind of can hurt in some parts of like guessing this because I didn't see it again. I didn't see Joker. Mm-hmm. And being biased, 1917 was my favorite film from last year. Marks too. Oh, and nice. so I really, I just want to see 1917. It's a great score. And it's also, what I like about that score, it's not like a traditional war movie score. No, it does it's have very... a very, it's a, it's very, I mean, it feels like a, it's Thomas Newman trying something. It's not just like laying on, you know, the big heavy, I mean, there's, it has the, it follows the beats of what the movie's doing, but it does feel unique to itself, which is impressive for another war movie. So it's kind of like, in a way, it can be between those two. I, I, I mean, it's between those two, but I think that the scale's heavily tilted towards Joker. I guess I should just go on the, what do they call it, the, bandwa- the bandwagon and choose Joker, uh-huh. even though I really want 1917. Yeah. Because then that's just me being biased again, like, yeah, I mean, it's, it's... tunnel vision, as you like would, could say. It's worked in its favor, as far as the score goes. It's one of the stuff... The Academy tends to award newer people. Hmm. Lock, locking it in? Okay, I'll lock it in. Okay. I'll go ahead and go with Joker. Okay. Even though I really want 1917. I mean, I want it to also. That's my <laughs> that's my should win. I don't disagree. <laughs> All right. Well, best, also, huh? how many women have won best score? This would score? be the fourth, I believe. Fourth, okay. Yeah, so I'm glad you had that stat all handy. That's... I've been reading this all week, so some okay. of it sticks pretty well. <laughs> but, you know, we're talking four in the history of the Academy Awards, which yeah, so. is not a lot. So. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, original score. Uh, sorry, original song. I Can't Let You Throw Yourself Away, Toy Story 4, I'm Standing With You through Breakthrough, Into the Unknown, Frozen 2, Still Frozen, I'm Gonna Love Me Again, Rocket Man, and Stand Up from Harriet. Fun fact, Harriet is a, Cynthia Erivo is a double nominee because she's nominated for uh, Harriet as well. Uh, Randy Newman as well uh, for uh, Toy Story and for his original score. Uh, Mark, what do you have for a song? I am going with I'm Gonna Love Me Again from Rocket Man. I have the same. I'm going to choose that as well. Yeah. Uh, other, oh, well, other... I, I don't actually think this is a complete slam dunk. If if not that, I could see them picking stand-up from Harriet because of its sort of weightiness and the sort of uh-huh. the, what it represents. So I, I, I was yeah. kind of torn between that and uh, I'm going to love me again. But I'll, I'll go with the, with the more pop hit sounding song. Like, I'm, I'm only choosing it because Aaron said Elton John, and everyone likes Elton John. So. I, I think <laughs> that's, that's, I think that's kind of enough. And I think because Rocket Man didn't get anywhere else, I think this is its place to kind of shine to some degree. It also, it's Elton John and Bernie, like his songwriting partner and one of his friends. Like they've never been an award. They've never won an award together. So, I mean, it's, no, I mean, Elton John has won awards for yeah, he's Lion an award, King. But, uh, yeah, yeah, but yeah. He, he hasn't won with I, Bernie, so. Can I comment one thing? I, so when we were looking at these original score, I'm sorry, original song nominees, and they were being announced, and we have something called "I'm Standing with You" from Breakthrough, and I thought, what? What is this? What is that? And then I look and see music and lyrics by Diane Warren, and I was like, of course that was nominated, because she's nominated every year, you know, and she never wins. She never wins, but she she's constantly nominated. I'm like, how did this song get in there? And then I saw her name, and I'm like, oh. Of course, it it's makes... always like so, and it's like it'll be an obscure film or it'll be like a documentary. Remember, like when there's like random documentaries that pop in, there's like no, what? So this what's on? So no one thinks Frozen two, right? No, I just, which is which is interesting because I do think that this is the most recognizable song. I think it's the one that most people are aware of. Uh-huh. Uh, but I just 
think you know it mean let it go redux it's, it's very it similar it didn't capture yeah. the zeitgeist in that same way despite being a ginormous success as far as the box office is concerned but also i mean it was nominated for best animated feature so it's like i mean how much love is there for right. Frozen 2? that doesn't matter right, right. necessarily but i mean it is it does seem kind of telling that the movie that it's it's not even up for best animated film it's like all right like, does the song really count that much i mean no one's singing it like they I'm did with let it go I do think I think this it's interesting. We all picked I'm gonna love me again, but I don't think this one is that close. I, I, I mean I think it is close. I think it could also be stand up from Harriet. Do you guys have any like thoughts if I'm I gonna love me again? That song. I I know this just because I've heard it a few times, but I mean I that would be my runner up, but I do think it's more or less going to Rocket Man. I just think that's where it's headed. I also just think this is a kind of a weak category this year where normally there's ones that stick out a little stronger i don't i don't think any of the songs are particularly great um they're fine but there there were just there were other songs even one other ones from frozen that were better I was songs say, than the ones there's other ones that from frozen that <laughs> yeah. i think i would have personally chosen but yeah so it's okay all right that's songs let's move on let's get to let's get to uh what do we got let's get to documentary we have American Factory, The Cave, The Edge of Democracy, Forsama, and Honeyland. Mark, what do you have for best documentary? I'm going to go with American Factory. Right, we're lining up a lot. I have American Factory as well. Anna, what do you have? This was one that was a little difficult. Uh, let's see. You want to go over why you said American Factory? Uh, oh, um, I, 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 have, I have one word. Obama. <laughs> It's it's a big factor. Barack, Barack and Michelle Obama are producers on the film. They have a lot of stuff. You know, they've been touring it around and what have you. I uh, I'm, I mentioned that it's co-direct the co-directing team. Um, the, uh, the the there, there's the male and female director. Of the female she's been nominated four times and she, and she's currently battling cancer. And I do think that plays a role into. Uh, can I pull some heartstrings? Yeah, I, I do think it plays in. Also, the film itself is topical. It deals with, of America and globalization of industry. I, I think that's a lot of stuff that uh, kind of works in its favor. For Sama is the other kind of big contender here, I believe, and it's dealing with Aleppo, which has been a popular topic for a lot of documentaries, both long and short. Honeyland's a double nominee, and it's yes. also amazing. So that, it's just a fantastic movie. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that it bears mentioning that Honeyland is really a, a – I, I really love that movie, and I saw it late uh, because I really didn't – it wasn't on my radar, and then it got the two nominations, and I thought, I got to check this out, and I was really glad I did. It's Yeah, it's a really great movie, but – um. You know this, Mark. The documentary branch is weird. They can go yes. anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> like, they Very odd. It, sometimes it goes for the front runner. Sometimes it's like this one because why not? Screw you. <laughs> like it's it can be so, wild that way. Honeyland. Where else is Honeyland at? It's a international. Oh. The first time for that. And why? Because I remember I was gonna lean on that one for Doc Feet. Mm-hmm. You said. I mean, it would be a good. I mean, a film that gets nominated twice like that—that's not a bad reason to do it. <laughs> Because it's like, it's not only is it the, one of the best documentaries of the year, according to the Oscars, it's one of the best international features of the year. I mean, that's, it says something. The foreign film category, I mean, it's yeah. really strong this year. There's so many good movies in that category. I mean, there, there always are, but th- this is a year where I've seen most of them, so I can I say that. I want to say for Sama. Okay. And be, like, out of the game of American Factory. 
you get it right, that's great. <laughs> and I don't. He'll be like, yeah. I'll be sitting there with Aaron. He's like, checkpoint for me. <laughs> Gosh, darn it. You gotta lock one in. You want one for okay. Sama? I mean, you said White Helmet, right, from last... White year? Helmet's from us for like a couple years ago at this point. But, I mean, the topic of Aleppo has been fairly popular when it comes to the Oscars, as far as these nominations. And we are talking about, then, like, American Factory focusing, like, of course, on America. Like, there hasn't been a film like that in a minute, right? I mean, Free Solo set in America. <laughs> oh. Hmm. It's not a determining factor necessarily but then you say you have the backing the obama backing i think helps <laughs> gotta lock one in okay i'll just go with american factory then okay <laughs> but i will say i'm totally <laughs> yeah i got second yeah. I, I gotta, obama. Re- I gotta remember to i need to remember to keep calling that film uh, the award by its international film I, they changed it yeah to, yeah they changed it well, let's and do i'm that. still stuck in a rut and calling it the old name well let's do that one right now best international feature corpus christi honeyland les miserables pain of glory or parasite mark parasite yeah i got parasite parasite as well i mean it's it's just the biggest lock of the night i mean i i feel like it, it seems it's like one. it's i mean i don't know why it would lose <laughs> like it's nominated for six other, for five other oscars besides this one it's the best reviewed movie of the year i mean it's you know everything's working in its favor i it's not it's not like the academy members are like well we're gonna give it this so we we might as well give something else to international feature like they don't work that way so um so yeah let's uh let's go to animated movie Oh no! <laughs> oh yes, what I what could be the tightest race in a long time for animated yeah, movies? We have How to Train Your Dragon: The Hidden World, I Lost My Body, Klaus, Missing Link, and Toy Story Four. Mark, what do you have for animated feature? So I'm gonna preface this because I think maybe my choice is a little weird, but it won the Annie and it won the BAFTA, so I'm gonna go with Klaus. I same kid. I'm insane with you, <laughs> Klaus. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was so, like, on it last year with this, with Spider-Man. But this time, as I was discussing before with Aaron, I was like, okay, you got Toy Story 4. Mm-hmm. And it's only won once. Right? As far as the... No, like, technically, like, really Yeah, because the category didn't exist before the preview, the first two Toy Stories. And so it's like, why go against Toy Story 4? It's a good question because Toy Story Four made a, you know, you a, a billion and change, and it's well liked. And and, it's and, I, I, and I personally think it's a better movie than Klaus, but I do think. I mean, I do too. I like Klaus. Cat- I don't dislike I think, any of these movies. I think they're all pretty. No, good. of course not. But I, I think the Academy also there is a little bit of an, an antagonism towards sequels, so that also works in uh, in this category. That that also works in uh, Klaus's favor. So I think that also, but I mean, it won, it won the BAFTA, it won the Annie. I, I just think the the momentum is there. I will line up. Yeah. Me too. That's yeah. That's the. I that's think it's the, close. I mean, yeah, if I, Toy I Story four close. wins, I wouldn't. In fact, Toy Story four would would have been my choice up until maybe you know a month ago. But yeah, no, it was I, it was, the, it was yeah. the BAFTA that pushed me over the edge. I'm like, well, it won the BAFTA. Yeah, they, I think Klaus won the PGA if I'm not mistaken, too, or it was Toy Story PGA. I, forget, I think it might have been Klaus though. Wait, but I thought you said like the BAFTA wouldn't really like line up with this. 
Not for animated feature. What do you mean? No, BAFTA. Oh, like, so BAFTA, like, a animated film that wins a BAFTA is going to line up pretty well with it. It, it, it doesn't can. have it's to. It's not an exact that. science, but it can. And, I mean, that's a good portion of the, you know, Academy members also. Oh, uh, so Toy Story 4 won the PGA. Yeah, won PGA, uh, okay. A- animated, yeah. In fact, uh, Klaus wasn't even in the, the running. Oh, well, there you go. Okay. Well, see, that's it is tricky. And, I mean, Missing Link... It won the Golden Globe that I don't care about, but it also, it's Leica's fifth in a row attempt to win an Oscar. That's not, not, nothing to sneeze at. Yeah, Missing Link won the gold. Yeah, did you say that, the Golden yeah, Globe? Yeah, so yeah, won the, the Golden Globe. And I, I mean, okay. Leica's, I know Leica's been campaigning very hard this year. Like, they've really put all their muscle into this. Um, There's really good animation style in all of those films. Oh, of course. Yeah, they're all look, they, they look exactly how they look. Okay. It's interesting. It's mm-hmm. interesting that the that Klaus didn't uh, even wasn't even in the running at the PGA. That's odd. I didn't even know that until just now. Yeah, I mean, it was either a submission thing or I don't know. Maybe was uh, was I lost my body in there? No, they're actually pretty like it's Toy Story Daddy. Four, Abominable, uh, Frozen Two, How to Train Your Dragon, and Missing Link. That sounds so like a Netflix bias. Very very <laughs> traditional kind yeah. of yeah. Well, also. Wouldn't you say, like, it's kind of like when it goes to, like, Pixar, like, Disney films, like, you wouldn't want to really bet against it? I mean, in this instance, I am betting against it. Right. But, I mean, it's, uh, Toy Story 4 would not be surprising to win either. I just think the Klaus, no, I think Klaus does wouldn't. have a lot of momentum. Hmm. Which is a little, like, last year, like, Spider-Man, you felt it. Like, everyone was seeing Spider-Man. Oh, right. Everyone loved Spider-Man. Klaus, like, I, I certainly heard the praise but it's not like it's, you know, it's on Netflix. It's not like it's in theaters. It's not like you're hearing people, and it's a Christmas movie, too, so you're not like, people are like, man, I just watched Klaus last night, finally. <laughs> what a what a great time to watch it, for one thing, and also I can't stop talking about Klaus. Like I, um... Gosh, what if I go with Missing Link? <laughs> Don't throw another wrench into this. What do you want to choose? <laughs> you got to lock one in. Come on. Well, it, honestly, I would think either Missing Link or Toy Story 4. So, with that, I'll probably just lean against or go with Toy Story 4. Okay. But I would think Missing Link. But you're locking in Toy Story 4. Yes, okay. that is correct. We can move on. Sorry. It's, it's okay. <laughs> All right. Well, now let's get to the shorts. What? Why can't we do the actors? That's last. Okay, That's last. <laughs> So let's just all be clear. We're going to take a good long minute on this. <laughs> yeah, this, is, this is the peak of the episode right here in the shorts category. All right. Animated short. Oh, Daughter, Hair Love, Kitbull, Memorable, and Sister. Mark, what do you have for animated short? Hair Love. I also have Hair Love. Anna? We've all seen these, right? Yes. Mark 2? Yes. We've all seen them. He's seen all the shorts. You saw the documentaries, right? I've seen all the shorts, yes, and all the documentaries. Okay. Okay. Perfect. So... So spoilers for the shorts, <laughs> apparently. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to talk about this a little long because I really, really, like, on a standpoint, all these films of the shorts, they were very strong this year. Mm-hmm. And just coming off of just, like, being a shorts programmer, too, like, it was just, it's hard because my favorite is Daughter, given the cinematography that they have, like, that shaky cam with the staircase 
the paper mache look of everything, the story, the metaphor usage. But I'm just like, I don't think it would really go all the way just because Aaron has mentioned, and I'm sure Mark, what you would mention, it's hair love is going to be like a winner because of its accessibility. It being in front of what was it, Angry Birds? Angry Birds, and it was in front of Jumanji, I believe, too. It was? Yeah. I'm surprised. <laughs> they, put, they put it out there. And it was also a Kickstarter. It's on YouTube. And it's it, also... It, it has in, wide, widespread industry support, too. There's exactly. a lot of stars. Jordan Peele's uh, production companies behind promoting it. Promoting it, yeah. And it's but kind I, of similarity I, to how Dear Basketball won. It was a, a, a sport, an athlete. Mm. This is also an athlete. Who, it's got a lot of connections. Right. What were you going to say, Mark? Sorry. Well, just that I mean I, I I actually it's my favorite of the shorts and I, and I do think it is very accessible it, it's it's um it, it's enjoyable in a very easy to understand way I so I I just think it's I think that daughter is quite obtuse that that's something that's very edgy and and not something I, I can appreciate that there are people that really enjoy that film but mm-hmm. it, it's not widely accessible it doesn't uh, they, they, don't, they don't tend to go for weird for the right. winners on these so honestly right. like it would be really a tight knit between hair love and kitbull then kitbull's pretty accessible as uh, it's on Disney i would Plus. say Kit, yeah. kitbull would be a second the kitbull also has the it's the backing of pixar where they yeah. do these you know spark shorts where they allow That's their employees right. to create their own uh shorts so it's sort of like done outside the studio but then i guess they put their you know stamp of approval on it so it's it's on disney plus and yeah. you know it's it's very have you, have you watched the other shorts on uh, the other spark shorts that they have out there well i've seen pearl but i think that's the only other one i've seen yeah they're all on disney plus and i'm just saying this in general but i mean they're all quite good and they're all in addition to having like they're kind of like they have like a shorter time to do them but they're all reliant on like a diverse set of filmmakers that are approaching unique stories involving uh autism autism people of color things that you just don't things that you're not generally seeing in like the shorts that are playing in front of a pixar movie in theaters and i I, I found that quite interesting because for one thing they're all very good but also it's like that's really neat that they like made those specific types of steps for uh, those movies okay i'll mention i will love care love okay but then kit bull again is accessible as well and it's people like animals just like people like how hair love it's dealing with a little girl like kids pets and it, and and, and, but it goes for that extra poignancy at the end as well, which I think right. pushes over the edge as far as a movie like this goes for an Oscar. Anna, you you re- may remember that bear story one one year. So yes, exactly. People do love do they, people do love animals. Exactly. Piper also one. Piper, yeah. Yes, and that's what I was telling Eric, and like I'm I don't know why I'm locking I mean, hair love. Really, ba- bow was like a dumpling. That's you know. <laughs> <laughs> right, that was an inanimate object. <laughs> But you're totally right, and that's like kind it, of... It has chicken in it or something. <laughs> <laughs> it was no, living once. But that's what I was kind of leaning on because the animal aspect, and people do love animals. And Hollywood likes animals. L.A., they bring animals to their restaurants. They care about animals. Yeah. They... Oh, they, I, I, they do that in the Bay Area, too. Yeah, trust me. Yes, exactly. I, I hear what you're saying, but, like, but hair love <laughs> has the love. I mean, all over the place. Really? Okay, so I've also I read the book to the kids in, at work. And before I even saw the short film, mm-hmm. and it's totally different from the short film. Not totally different. It is. It does changes. That ending is yeah. totally different from the book. Yeah, I get that. I won't spoil it, <laughs> but I don't know. I don't get the hair love everyone's loving about hair love, I guess, just from my standpoint of like looking at these films. 
and it's just I don't I feel like it'd be the weakest one for me. All right. But it has a point it has a poignant ending too though. It's not just about, you know, hair. It's about oh, a lot no. more than yeah. There is so like, I, I I think it has a I think it has a nice uh, touching ending which I'll also speak to people. I think probably could bull could totally win in this area. Okay, but we're all logged in on hair love. I guess. Okay, moving on. <laughs> Live action short. Oh no. Brotherhood. Nefta Football Club, The Neighbor's Window, Soraya, and A Sister. Mark, what do you have for live action short? The Neighbor's Window. I have Nefta Football Club. Okay. On it. Oh, oh have... Aaron, that might be the first time we differed. I'm I not think sure. so, yeah. Okay. <laughs> might be. So this, this will make or break it's so the, far. It comes down we'll to make... the shorts. I, I... Yeah, I doubt. I will see. I doubt we're gonna differ on acting. I think. I think everything else we probably have. Exactly. It's, yeah. it's the coming down. Well, this is it. This is an important award. <laughs> well, let's go through them because I don't have a locked one because, again, okay. just looking from the outside of it of like who I would think would win. So Brotherhood. A lot of people are saying the cinematography is great. The acting is very strong. But for me, when we watched this set of films, I was like, okay. But then it's very abrupt, like the ending. It's just, it's like, okay. And I, I, I can see that playing with the, the movie. Like, I can understand that choice. But I also feel like it's one of those short films, like it could expand to a feature film. Mm-hmm. So you can get more depth of, like, what's going on with the story. Uh, well, well, skin, skin did. I know. <laughs> it won an Oscar and then it's oh, a movie this year. <laughs> believe me, I know. I know Brotherhood is the front runner. I have no idea why. I, I don't. I don't see it. And and and, uh, and yeah. after I watched the movie, I'm like, this. Is, I don't think that. I watched it. No. Like, I, this is not winning. Yeah, it's I was not. looking at all the stats this week. I was surprised that Brotherhood was the front runner because I'm like, that, okay. Like I going in, I was like, I have a feeling of which one's going to be in the lead here, and it's Neighbors Window. That that was the other front runner I expected. Right. But I. Um, and I'm not choosing Brotherhood, but okay. I'm gonna have that one out of the game here. Then we go on to Nefta Football Club, and that one is very like humored. Like it, oh, it, best, it, it, it has best a light ending. Touch. It does. Yeah, it has a great ending. Yeah. And I only feel like Aaron could be on a good, you know, track with this one because Stutter won. A few years back, few the years movie back, Stutter. Then it was. I love that you addressed them like you know Stutter, that movie we all saw because we all watched the live action exactly. shorts. <laughs> Who doesn't? I mean, short films, you guys, you're missing out. But no, like, Stutter was, like, a very sweet and soft film. And then you had, like, I think, was it Sing? It's Sing, yeah. Or, and then The Child. The Silent Child. The Silent Child. Okay. Aaron made a point how these are all S's. They're so all far. S names, yeah. So all right. Oh, that's even... That's... So, so Saria. Yeah, we should have been Saria, yeah. And then, exactly, so that's what I'm getting to. The Child... The Silent Child. Silent Child. And then... Skin. Skin. And now, I'm going to skip over to Saria. And I'm like, well, why not if we want to go play the S game? <laughs> but I mean, I feel like that one's maybe a little it's too, too dark, rough. It's right? too rough. It's too, too, too rough. A sister can be a bit confusing for some, kind of like trying to follow this whole thing of this woman in the car and whether she's getting kidnapped or not. It's rather clever. It is clever. And thrilling. And then the neighbor's window, I mentioned to Aaron, like it kind of is similar to Skin in the fact of, like, the twist that happens with the movie. Because Skin has a twist in it. If we saw it, remember, like, he... It's more like a result. It's a like, result, a, oh, this well, is what happened. Right. 
Honestly, I, I I see the neighbor's window as more lighthearted and fun, and so that's it's sort kind of, of a half. It, it takes a turn, but yes, it, it yeah. does have a kind of light that's, touch to it. That's curfew. That's stutterer. That's god of love. Those those are those like fun sort of like you know, yeah. I mean, and even the turn is sort of like a sweet turn. So it's like oh, exactly. If you want to, nice. if you want to be reductive, it's also in English. I mean, the, well, that's what I was going to say too. Scan was English. And then Silent Child is English. I mean, the neighbor's windows stutter, English. Stutter is English. Um, I, if you want to look at an Academy member and they're like picking ones, like yeah, the one I could easily relate to in the, in English is. But you know what? Another football club has isn't it the donkey with the music yeah. and like they, I mean, I'm probably gonna go with that one just because there isn't a pattern, right? Until as Aaron says, until it's broken. Touch. And it even still dealt. I mean, it's in a, in another country, in Tunisia. It is. And it, well, it yeah. I mean, well, it, what? Well, what I love about I'm just my own personal feeling. I, I I enjoyed enough to football club. And what I love about that is I'm sort of like on the edge of my seat through the whole thing. Like, oh god, this is not going to turn out. Yeah. And then uh-huh. and then like, oh, okay, that was unexpected. Yeah, I have I I have no real like reasoning behind any of this beyond. The short, the the short can be so unpredictable. I'm just going with the one I like the most in this. I, I think that's instance. the way to go on these, no. actually. And so that's why I'm going with Nefta Football Club because I, I do. For one thing, it is a good short. Like it's a good movie, and I think it will work as far as like if getting the, the desired effect and being um, memorable in that way. So it's like let's just. People, people like Adele, and that she figures. Yeah, of course, yeah. <laughs> if you've seen the short, you'll know what I'm talking about. Exactly. Yeah. Academy so... Award winner. You feel like, okay, the Academy is definitely, or predictions are going towards Brotherhood or the Neighbor's Window. Seems that way. We'll see. And Mark chose the Neighbor's Window. Oh, I, I would go with Nefta Football Club before, Aaron, I, before I would pick Brotherhood. I, I don't Aaron, think Brotherhood is, but we'll see. Right. Aaron's going with Nefta Football Club, and so am I. Okay. Just given the the lightness of it, because okay. it's been pretty, pretty heavy. All right. Locked in. Done. Best documentary short. Oh. In the absence, learning to skateboard in a war zone if you're a girl, life overtakes me, St. Louis Superman, and walk run cha cha. Mark, what do you have for documentary short? I have learning to skateboard in a war zone if you're a girl. I have the same, Anna. Same as well. Okay, so we're all agreed on this one less controversial. It seems like we're all oh, yeah, in no, the this, same park on this one. I feel like that's a lock. I okay. Mean, I don't I don't know if it is, but but that's what I'm going with. Because when we watch these, again, all three categories, pretty strong, but narrow it down in the absence. That was that, that one, the one with the that's fairy? That's the boat. That's the fairy, yeah. Like, now that was, okay. I liked how that one was constructed. We, we should talk about that one. Yes. Or, uh, it. It's, t- it's telling this thing that happened with this this um, fairy that tipped over in Korea, and the way it's doing it is it's playing a phone, like a distress phone call with the gut, like the officials trying to figure out what to do, or being very bad at figuring out what to do, but at the same time you're seeing the actual real-time scenario of the boat being tipped over mm-hmm. and how they're basically completely late to even arriving at any sort of conclusion. Mm-hmm. Like it's really well juxtaposed. There's there's great juxtapositioning as far as the kind of the dialogue on these phone calls versus what's actually happened with the ferry. It, it's a it's a neat presentation. I'm amazed that they had footage of the whole thing. I mean, the boat like upright and then on its side and then completely submerged. I'm like, was, they had it, film of all of this. I mean, wow, it was, it was last decade. I can believe. Like, if it was in the 90s, I'd be like, yeah, probably not. But 
people with their phones and cameras all over the place. I'm not, I'm not surprised. Uh, but I hear, I know what you're saying. It's like, yeah, it is kind of remarkable that we have this exact footage of this event happening, as well as the recorded audio of terrible people in the government not doing what they can to figure this out. It's a very frustrating, yeah, yeah. Po- it is. portrait. It's um, gosh, now I'm thinking I chose two light films in both categories. <laughs> I was like, maybe I should choose. A- I mean, we're gonna skateboard. I mean, it's ultimately I, light, but at the same time, it does it's, like the, it's the cold heavy op- too. The cold yeah. open of that film is like, look how terrible things are. This sucks. And then they're like, okay, calm down. We tried <laughs> to make it a little better. I guess we- I forgot that part because like what I remember is just like them skateboarding. Yeah, yeah no, like-, like the first like four minutes is like, look at like this it's, sucks. <laughs> like- yeah, you know, and it's not really it, it. Skateboarding is part of it, but it really is a. It's about a lot of other stuff. Yeah. The the title sort of is misleading. I I thought. Well, it's a it's a it's, it's a, a good it, catchy. It hooks you. In. Yeah, you're well, already you're, you're hooked in. That's I, right. I have to yeah. tell you, when you see that on the on the the ballot, learning to skateboard in a war zone, if you're a girl, I think there are people who haven't even seen it and will say, oh, I like that title. Yeah, I want to oh, watch. Oh, of course. Yeah, I saw that and I was like, <laughs> well, that one sounds fun right there. Like, I was like, <laughs> this sounds like a book series. Yeah. I personally, I'm a big fan of St. Louis Superman. That'd be my should win. I, I really mm-hmm. like that one. I really like hearing the story of this of this battle rapper who's turned into an activist, who's turned into a government official. Like, there's just like, that's a really interesting story. I I really like where it goes and how it's somewhat bittersweet as far as how it kind well, of results. I mean, there's, there's a coda which I won't yeah. reveal that really kind of reframes the whole thing. Like, uh-huh. oh, that's I. That's what I, well, I won't even comment on it, but yeah. but there is yeah something that is said at the end. It's like whoa, that's actually kind of a big thing. Yeah, um, but I mean I like all these documentary shorts quite a bit. I think they're all pretty good. Walk Ranch Hotcha is the only one where it's like it feels somewhat slight, but even then there's some interesting stories, especially early on when you're hearing like it's about these this Vietnamese couple that had left Vietnam during the Vietnam War. It, and it's the re- most I mean, it is the most lighthearted of yes, all of them. Yeah, mm-hmm. but they like they reconnect through dance and whatnot. And you have a whole dance finale. But there's, I think the best part of that one's early on, though, when they're like talking about these stories of when they left the country and stuff like that. I think they're just like sitting around a dinner table having like a fun time with each other. I thought mm-hmm. that stuff like that really worked as far as just giving you a sense of the history of these people or whatnot. But um, for life, 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 life takes takes me. Me. I want more information. This was that's like... what Anna said. Oh my gosh! Yes, high five across on the mic. Yeah. Like, I kept talking to Aaron throughout the whole movie because I'm like, wait, well, how does this happen? Like, I don't understand. like, and then. They're still like alive. They're not shut out. Like it's. Just I mean, crazy. I was watching it. Well, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I don't think there's anything to spoil. But I, I, I was just like, there. He's just sleeping. He's just sleeping. And you know, and and then you find out that they were like in the state for a year. A year. Yeah. So, it's like how? Yeah. There's something. And the whole thing is just like it's odd. I'm like, is this really real? It's about these. <laughs> it's about these child, these immigrant children that have gone to Scandinavia, Sweden specifically, and they've and the basically, trauma that the trauma of them escaping or whatnot seems to have led to them falling into a kind of a, a, a coma-like state for some reason. Okay. It, there's a mystery around why. There's no real understanding of why it's happening, but it's this weird, strange epidemic. For example, there's one story right with like the dad and the son, and I turn to Aaron and I'm like, okay, this can happen in America too, where it's like. You know, a child's in the car with their dad and their dad's friend and like how they shot him, the friend, and then the dad and the son escape. But then now the son, because I guess seeing that is gotten to that traumatic state to just being like, I guess they call it like a sleeping beauty syndrome type of thing where they just sleep. Uh So I'm just like, 
okay, people see horrific things on a daily basis. Sometimes, you know, other people are unfortunate and live in different, you know, areas of the world or even the country. So I'm just like trying to grasp it, just like you were saying, Mark. I'm just like, I'm trying to grasp him. Like, how is it that you, like, say if you're just eating a burger in and out or somewhere and like something traumatic happens or like, here, let's, something that everyone can relate to. 9-11. No one, that was like a very traumatic thing. No one went to like a deep sleep like this. So I'm just like, I can't grasp Certainly it. Certainly not I do. on a scale like this. No, but I just want to learn, like Mark's saying, I just want to understand it more because mm-hmm, it just right. doesn't click. And so when I was watching it, I'm just like, I don't know. And like, they can still kind of like feed them like liquid. Well, if anyone in a and coma, they have to keep I know, I know, so. but still, there are just a lot of questions around I it. I hear what you're saying. I mean, that's why it's not leaning on to it as far as winning an Oscar because it just feels like, okay, you've drawn attention to this thing, but it's... Okay, like <laughs> this is heavy stuff, and I don't quite understand everything about it. But you're, we're all locked in with learning to skateboard. Well, I guess now. Yeah. Okay. Because now I'm just feeling like it could be a split of like you know a darker one, like a more dramatic one wins, and then I'll let I mean, if something happens, something happens. But I feel like the the, okay, the favor locked. is for learning we'll to skateboard. All right, let's get to the screenplays. Okay. Original screenplay: Ryan Johnson for Knives Out. Sam Mendes and Christy Wilson Cairns for 1917, Noah Baumbach for Marriage Story, Quentin, Tar- Quentin. Quentin Tarantino <laughs> for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and Bong Joon-ho and Han Jin-wong for Parasite. Mark, what do you have for best original screenplay? Uh, so what do I have that? Um, oh, I I went with uh, Parasite. Okay, I have Parasite as well. I went with Parasite as okay. well. So we all have Parasite. But I'm like, what if Knives Out won? That that'd be something. <laughs> um. I mean, I, it didn't. It didn't get nominated for best picture, so I, that would be a no, yeah, bit of a surprise. True. Yeah, true. yeah. The, the other the four other are nominated for best picture. I think. Oh yeah. I think for a. I mean, Tarantino's won a couple times. Uh, he he made a movie that's very well liked. Um, Marriage Story also Noah Baumbach. I think for a while, for a little bit there, I thought Baumbach might have been like on his way to win an Oscar, but then like Parasite just kept storming the gates everywhere it goes, and I mean it, it, it's a terrifically told story i i don't have a reason to go against it uh, it won bafta right it won the wga as well it has a lot of things in its favor any other right. things I, add? I i think that's yeah if it wasn't parasite uh then it, i would believe it would be once upon a time in hollywood mm-hmm. All right. gosh this okay y'all saying this is like easy like a little bit easier to predict but then it's like you look at this I mean, you're just overthinking it. At that okay, point. Then I am, <laughs> that's what it comes down to. You're I mean, right. I am overthinking. That, that's it. why we're saying it's easy because it's just like, <laughs> yeah, it's, that's it. <laughs> and I think the the movie just, I mean, on a purely artistic level, that movie was so inventive and so unique, and and the screenplay is a big part of that. Sure. All right, adapted screenplay. Stevens Alien for The Irishman, Todd Phillips and Scott Silver for Joker, Taika Waititi for Jojo Rabbit, Greta Gerwig for Little Women, and Anthony McCartan. For the two popes, Mark, what do you have for adapted screenplay? Jojo Rabbit. I also have Jojo Rabbit. Jojo Rabbit. So I got Jojo Rabbit. I think here, I mean, Jojo Rabbit has the it won the WGA, but also I think it came down between Waititi and Gerwig for Little Women, um, and I, I just think Jojo Rabbit's going the distance on this one. <laughs> I just thought about Hercules. So. <laughs> <laughs> Mark, anything to add on Jojo Rabbit? No, I mean, I, I Jojo Rabbit was my second favorite movie of the year, so I, I would love for it to win this award. <gasps> was that mine too, I think? Oh it was. Gosh. You had it very high. I wouldn't be surprised if it was second or third for you. So. 
And I and it's the only thing that I have Jojo Rabbit winning. So mm-hmm. that I, I I would love to see it win at least something. So this would be, I mean, yeah. where, the win. I would think that it would. It's a I mean, Waititi is in a strong spot. He'd also be he'd be the first Indigenous person to win an Oscar for writing, which would be a, you know that's something. Uh, there's always like some kind of his, history, history that's made on Oscar nights, regardless. So I mean, but that, I mean, it is notable. <laughs> All right. Let's get to the acting categories. This should be fairly it's quick. Really fast. <laughs> uh, actor in a lead. Uh, sorry, act. Where, where's my list? Okay, actress in a supporting role: Kathy Bates for Richard Jewell, Laura Dern for Marriage Story, Scarlett Johansson for Jojo Rabbit, Florence Pugh for Little Women, and Margot Robbie for Bombshell. Mark. Laura Dern. I have Laura Dern. As well. Okay. Laura Dern. Sorry. Yep. This will be the same for all of them, but they. She's won all of the acting awards leading up to this, as far as SAG and. BAFTA and Golden Globe and all that, right? Am I missing anything important about this? I mean, it seems she's won everything. Yeah, I I will say. Oh I, no! Don't you will say? I mean, <laughs> I've I've said this a lot recently or in the past few years that the supporting acting categories could have surprises. It happens. It hasn't happened in a while. <laughs> um, but Scarlett Johansson's double nominee for actress right. and in supporting role. So why would they do that to mess with us? Do basically to mess with us. Okay. Uh, I don't <laughs> think it's going to happen, but I do think if there was a spoiler, it could be either an actress or supporting actress, and it could be, it could it'd be if it, if there was a spoiler, it would be Johansson in one of those. So like the sound editing and mixing, this could be a split. That's <laughs> what you're saying. So, yeah, the, <laughs> in jo- the Johansson split. Yes. Uh, yeah, I mean, I still think it's going to be Dern. Hmm. I just, I won't be surprised if that happens. And I do think her role in Jojo Rabbit does have quite the impact. I think that leaves an impression on people as far as seeing that movie goes. So it's, you know, I, I it's a factor I'm certainly considering, but I'm still all at Dern. You hear what I'm, you got what I'm saying, Mark? Yeah, yeah, I understand all that. I do think um, people also did see Laura Dern last year in Little Women, and I think people enjoyed that performance too, though I think I, – I legitimately – I think I really uh, love Laura Dern in Marriage Story. Like I legitimately think that it is a great performance. I've heard people say, oh, this is you know like a, a career-capping kind of thing. I, I legitimately think that that lawyer she plays is just fierce and, and evil but also good at her job but also someone you hate. I think it, it encapsulates all of that, and I think – you see these in the different scenes like where she's ordering the lunch and, and, and when she's dealing with Scarlett Johansson's character and mm-hmm. being very warm and sweet, like, would you like a cookie? I'll send it to you and all that. I think her performance is great. I know that uh, I've heard people say, oh, I, she was better in Little Women. And I think I think she's great in that, too. Um, but I, I do think that this if if she does win Laura Dern, I, I think it's she's it's a worthy uh, performance to win it. I don't disagree. It's a good performance. I just, I've, I've said if there was a trio performance for her, Ray Liotta, and Alan Alda, all as the lawyers, like that's an Oscar that, I would, <laughs> that I'd be happy to subscribe to. Like that's that'd be a, that'd be a fun Oscar to win. Right. Like, that... You think about Jojo Rabbins, like being a mom and like that tenderness, and like, well, I guess it doesn't matter. It's she's the heart of that movie. I mean, it's a good performance. <laughs> like, uh, okay. Next up, actor and supporting role. The, the most one of the most guaranteed categories of the night. Brad Pitt for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Al Pacino for The Irishman, Joe Pesci for The Irishman, Anthony Hopkins for The Two Popes, and Tom Hanks for A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. Mark? Brad Pitt. 
Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt. Yeah. I mean, it seems like he has this locked up. Of all the actors, I believe this is the most secure one of the night. So I don't think there's much really to add to this. He's won everything, much like all the other actors. So mm -hmm. I, I think we're pretty set. I, I feel like, Aaron, you walked out of the theater in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood and said, Brad Pitt's winning the Oscar. Like, you were saying it right from the beginning. At least you did say that it was one of his best performances. So. Yeah, because he's terrific in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, he is. But, you know, sometimes uh, these things, you know, pan out differently. But, yeah, in this case, it, it just seems like it's been, like, preordained for the, ever since the movie came out. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I was – the once the when that buzz started hitting, like, yeah, of course, that just makes sense to me. Same with, like, I don't know, Christoph Waltz in Inglorious Bastards, speaking of Tarantino movies. It's just like, yeah, this, why would this not win? It's, mm -hmm. it's, it seems so obvious to me. <laughs> uh, that said, but, good category. I mean <laughs> – Yeah, <laughs> one thing I will mention, too, is when Christoph Waltz won – uh, he was, uh, you know, in a Tarantino film like Brad Pitt, and he was also surrounded by all of these actors that had been acting forever. So yeah, it was like De Niro that year. So it's, it's a very yeah. similar sort of thing. I mean, not that Brad Pitt is a newbie to acting, but uh, he's younger than than his. Uh, yeah, he's 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 the youngest old guy in this category. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> and they're all winners. They all have Oscars. All of them. <laughs> uh, some have two. Uh, but, um, anyway. uh, all right actress in a leading role cynthia Erivo in harriet scarlett johansson in marriage story sir sharonin in little women Charlize theron in bombshell and renee zellweger in judy mark renee zellweger i have renee zellweger agreed renee uh, all right so we're all in agreement on that i don't think there's much to add on this one it's just won all the awards leading up to it the narrative around it it's been pretty strong Mm -hmm. Right, Mark? Yeah, I think yeah. she, you know, I mean, I said this on an earlier podcast, but I do think also uh, she's she's put a lot of herself into this performance and her winning an Oscar is kind of like a, you know, welcome back to Hollywood kind of thing. So not that she ever left, but yeah. you, you know what I mean? I know what you mean. All right. Actor in a leading role, Joaquin Phoenix in Joker, Leonardo DiCaprio in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Antonio Banderas in Pain and Glory, Adam Driver in Marriage Story, and Jonathan Price in The Two Popes. Mark? Oh, Joaquin Phoenix. I have Joaquin Phoenix. I also have Joaquin Phoenix. All right, so we're all Aaron, settled on. What what is your want to win? I know it's between the two. I guess it's I guess it's Adam Driver. It's Adam. I mean, I know I know you're really into Antonio Banderas. I really like Antonio Banderas, <laughs> and the fact like. Here's the thing. First I, I, Oscar nomination. Yeah, exactly. It's like, I, I'm sure, like, Driver will probably be back. Like, I, so I'm not concerned like that. And Banderas, I mean, Banderas could be back as well, especially if he keeps working with Almodovar, which, why wouldn't he? They've been working together their entire lives. Um, but, I mean, I have on my ballot Adam Driver should, because I do think that's a great performance. I think he's absolutely excellent in Marriage Story. Yes. I think he, he does so many different kinds of things. There's so much emotion and what have you. He sings. Yeah, he sings. Yeah. <laughs> so, he, See, that's what I was telling Aaron too. I was like, why would, why is it Joaquin Phoenix? I mean, Adam Driver. Again, I, I haven't seen Joker. So Adam Driver, like, he's won more act like more awards than Joaquin Phoenix has, but the narrative has gone Phoenix's way, and I think. And, hmm. Oh, and, and again, uh, I mean, Joaquin Phoenix is doing the most acting. I yep. do think. 
I, I, and I don't mean that as a put down. I do think I that he is magnetic in that role. I do think his dancing and all that. I, I think he and does he transform. He lost the weight. He transformed his body, which is always that works. Yeah, and, and I think I think a big part of at least what I liked about Joker was his performance and and this this character that he played. That's sure. kind of what I got out of that film. Um, so I. I you know, I get, and also Joaquin Phoenix has been acting for a long time, and he's been nominated so, so, several times, yeah. and he's never won, and so, mm. you know, it's weird. We're like, because it's up for eleven Oscars, it's made a billion dollars, and we're like, yeah, but it's Joker. Like, it's like, it's, like, it's, it's, it's okay. Like, we're not, we're, we're, we're like that, but Hollywood loves that movie. Apparently, like, well, I mean, the world seems to. I mean, it made a billion dollars. Like, yeah. there's clearly a lot of love for Joker out there. there, there I just, when I, when I when I heard 11 nominations initially, I actually kind of thought for a second, could Joker win Best Picture? Because oh my it, gosh, it's in Best Picture. Yeah, no, I. I didn't even know that. I mean, I joked like a couple years ago. This like in Todd best, Phillips is and Todd, right, Todd Phillips is in I, best. Director. I was joking about that a while ago. It's like Todd Phillips is going to be Best Director for Joker, and here he is up in the category against Martin Scorsese. I mean, it's like it's insane. Yeah. But okay. no, yeah, I mean, obviously, yes. I'm, that I think I guess the thing is because we're both like fine with the movie but it's We're like fine well, with it yeah it's like yeah it's not a bad movie it's just not no. one that's like you know stick you know the top tier of the year but walking into it i think both of us were like well yeah joaquin phoenix is gonna be good he's joaquin phoenix i expect that to be a good performance like so mm. it's not surprising to me uh but it's still yes you're not wrong he's magnetic he carries the entire movie he's in every scene of the movie <laughs> I, like it's I, will, not... <laughs> I will say and I, i'm not the first person to say this but if if i had never seen the king of comedy or taxi driver yeah. i might have liked it more uh-huh. you know but having seen those films you know i gotta like okay yeah. it's an interesting mixture of those films all right let's go we pissed off enough listeners that love the joker sorry um let's uh, move we on. still like it actually <laughs> I know, I know. and i and i i mean i think joaquin phoenix is deserving of the award i think he sure. is good yeah it's a, the, the acting category is really strong like every, everybody in there is very good in their movie i mean they do what they need to uh, there's people that aren't in this category that are very good in the movie. There's right. a lot of great actors. It's a good year for for leading actor, for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, best director. Bong Joon-ho for Parasite, Sam Mendes for 1917, Todd Phillips for Joker, Martin Scorsese for The Irishman, and Quentin Tarantino for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Mark, what do you have for best director? Sam Mendes, 1917. I also have Sam Mendes. I also have Sam Sam Mendes as well. So we're all locked in for Sam Mendes. He won the DGA. That tends to go well. Yeah. <laughs> it's hard to bet against that. It's hard to bet against that. The movie itself, again, much like the cinematography, it's although all of the films are very directed, I do think 1917 is the kind of that technical achievement again that's really kind of pushing it over the edge. I don't see much room for something to change on that. I guess Bong Joon-ho would be like the closest competition, but even then... I just think Mendes has it. I think everything's kind of like left one in his way. Obviously, he won the BAFTA. He's English. It's, it's, um, that helps. Yeah. All right. Last category. Best picture of the year. Ford v. Ferrari, The Irishman, Jojo Rabbit, Joker, Little Women, Marriage Story, 1917, Once Upon a Time, in Hollywood, and movies. Parasite. All right. Mark, what do you have for best picture of the year? 1917. I also have 1917. Anna? 1917, but if I had a second ballot, I'd put Parasite. Okay. Well, okay. we, we <laughs> so, all have 1917. Aaron? Yeah. I, I'm disappointed in you. I was really you thinking... You thought I was going to go for Hollywood? 
Yes, you went with Black Klansman last year, and that was kind of your heart. And I know you, you want to pick Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Nope, it was all green. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's you, obviously you, you, my you, it's obviously my should win. You're, I mean, it, you put wanting to win above your own personal tastes. Because mm-hmm. I just I could I mean it's it's, it's easier hard. this year than right. last year. I'm like Green I mean, Book, it, <laughs> best picture. But is it though? <laughs> No, it is easier. It won the PGA. It it won the PGA. It won the DGA. It won the BAFTA. I mean, it's winning everything. But it doesn't have an acting, and it doesn't have the editing. That's usually the best picture wins when it's acting and editing. So that's why I was uh, real quick. Sorry. It's just like editing has Parasite. And so I told Aaron, I was like, what if Parasite wins editing that night? And then that ends up being best picture for the night. And it has best. If it won editing, I'd get get myself prepared to see a Parasite best picture win. But the editor, the editing wins haven't won best picture in a long time. And I think there's a context that goes around that. But I mean, yeah, I I don't disagree with you, but I do think the editing is key in that compared to like Green Book, which was nominated for editing. It's like, well, yeah, you're not going to give that movie editing. It doesn't make any sense. I, 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 I know there's all, there's all kinds of things we can explain parasite i mean it won the sag ensemble and it's the best reviewed movie of the year exactly. i mean there's plenty there's good reason there too yeah and the, the sag ensemble is not as also uh, you look at the black panther won that uh the help won it it, it, it those movies it's not the don't... biggest indicator but i mean yeah. it, it's a strong for a move for a movie like parasite a, an international feature to win the sag ensemble it, right. I, it, get, I, like will... the big standing it, ovation and all right. that like i know I, I get not... that right of course and that the film twitter was like ecstatic i i think that that uh, is a momentous uh, award, but I don't think it means it's winning Best Picture. I, I, I think I mean, a lot I of people. I mean, we all agree. We all have 1917. <laughs> yeah. Or I, what but there's a lot of people like... out there, and I don't know if it's just their own personal taste, but a lot of people out there are still betting on Parasite, and and we'll see. I mean, I, I could be eating my words, but I really I, feel I mean, like I think it's the second. I think it's the runner-up. I mean, it's yeah. Uh, it's, I it's would. It's not 1917. It's gonna be Parasite, or I agree. or it is Hollywood. I mean, look at it. Look, look, look at look at it this way. Well, look, look, real quick, look at it this way. 1917, like you mentioned on it, like it doesn't have an editing or acting nominations. Parasite is a foreign film, which has never won a Best Picture before. Hollywood is gonna win an acting. It has acting nomination. It has, it it has the um the screenplay. It has it has so many other nominations. And it's about and, and, it, and, it's, and it's about Hollywood. Exactly. It's about Hollywood. I mean it. Okay, so it could possibly be an it's upset. A, it's so a possible speak. upset. I and mean, it, and it's Quentin Tarantino, and well, the Academy and it, does love Quentin Tarantino. And it was the it was the front runner at one point. Uh, yeah, it, for, you know, for a good long while it was the front yeah. runner. Well, the, and here's another thing: the Irishman was the front runner, and we have it winning nothing now. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I never considered Irishman a front runner. I get what you're saying, but I mean, I did, yeah. but but uh, but the people the there pundits are people were people saying it, but I'm just like Hollywood's yeah. right there. Okay. I mean, if because 1917 also came out Christmas, it came out really late. That's the other reason why it, it took so long for people to be like, is it going to be something besides Parasite or Hollywood? But now you have this movie, and it's won so many things, you know. Okay, so yeah. let's so, go back in time. Uh huh. What was the podcast for? What was it? 2015 Oscars. What was Best Picture? 2015? Yes. Spotlight? Okay, you said Spotlight. Then what was the next one? The Moonlight. Spotlight, Moonlight. Then Shape of, Shape Water. of Water. Green Book. Green Book. And see. Spotlight, uh, it had an acting nomination. Um, it didn't win. I think it won screenplay and picture. I think that's it for Spotlight. Yeah, it was just a very low number of awards uh, for that one. Moonlight was similar. It won screenplay. 
and picture and and supporting and an act, it had an acting on me. It won supporting actor. Um, Shape of Water won a lot of technical awards, and that was like that was basically the front runner that year, I believe. So that's kind of like in regards to 1917. Yeah. And then Green Book was just. And Green Green a Book won three surprise. awards. It won the uh, the supporting. It won Marshall Ali won again. <laughs> it won screenplay because it was so well written. So uh, in a way, like you're saying, like you're both saying, like it could be a thing where Sunday night. Best Picture Envelope comes out, mm-hmm. and they say Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I mean, it's, it's a possibility. Because it's not And then they turn it around and say, nope, it's 1970. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Come on up and get your award. Because you're not wrong. What, what gets me is that it's your favorite movie of the year versus my favorite movie of the year, but you don't like my favorite movie of the year. <laughs> I mean, it, the production I... design was good. I... <laughs> Like I should have picked Hollywood. I'm just not so here we to talk down about movies. I'm just gonna pick that, my predictions. I know. I'm too. not. Yeah, I'm not trying to put you in that corner. It's just, right. It is funny to me. Mark isn't wrong though. You didn't go with the one that you really, really, you know. I'm because I'm. I, I guess I'm. I'm being more cynical this year. So. And again, watch the Green Book. Night. Green Book did that to you, I think. Yep. It did. Well, it did, because think of it. It's the Academy is. I I saw the stat. It's like 84% white and old. They're going to be like, well, we gave Green Book the Oscar last year. Now we've come around to Korean movies all of a sudden that we've never nominated well, before. But that's now, but in 2016, they gave the award to Moonlight, which is Yeah, and they, really... gave, they went with the Fish movie the, the year after. So, right. yeah, it gets and weird. Fish, movie, <laughs> the, uh, fish sex movie. I mean... So it's just like you, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood could win. Or even Parasite. Let's yeah. say, like, 1917, well, I mean, Parasite winning would be pretty momentous. Uh, you know, first foreign film ever. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, that would be a that would be a nice win. I mean, 1917 is my favorite film of the year, but, I mean, Parasite I enjoyed very much. And I, I do re- like I do like the way it rewrites the history books. And recall, like, Roma was very close last year. Yeah, I mean, uh, we, it, th- we think it's close. I don't I mean, I assume it was second, but, you know. Yeah. And I'm with you, Mark. Like, I'm. I will say I'm being biased with the best picture because 1917 was my favorite film. But then again, like it has the acclaim, but it also it has the stats. I mean, PGA, DGA, BAFTA, Golden Globe. But that would be a surprise then. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood has the Golden Globe. It does. (laughs) So and again, that globe, (laughs) the Oscar goes to Hollywood. Oh, my gosh, you would be so ecstatic. (laughs) I mean, I would. (laughs) Gosh, I don't. Okay, so next year. I mean, there's plenty of these that'll make me a like if if Antonio Banderas won a Best Actor award, that may be a sad too. It's like great. Mm. Well, I want to see Antonio Banderas get on stage. Well, and, and give a that, great speech. that's such like, a, that'd be a wonderful. such a beautifully subtle and nuanced performance. You know, that's it's why, it's, that's, yeah. it's so nice when a, when a, a performance like that wins because then you think, ah, oh, sometimes it really is just about something that you just you inhabit this character, you actually become that person, which is what acting is, and he really does that. I mean, I, I'm not saying Joaquin Phoenix doesn't, but he uh, uh, Antonio Banderas does it in a very subtle way. So. And Jojo Rabbit's there, but it's not gonna. It doesn't have the momentum. I mean that 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 had a for like a month. That was a front runner, Jojo Rabbit, when it was like hitting. Mm-hmm. I think like TIFF. See, Jojo Rabbit and and Joker don't have the the critical support that the other films have. Yeah, it, it was like right out of the film festival. It was like this is amazing, and then once it like got to critics, suddenly like the the, the Rotten Tomato score went down. Mm-hmm. It's like it, it's more divisive, and what have you. 
which is insane because Jojo Rabbit's just wonderful. But anyway. <laughs> it's it's am- well, it's also amazing to me that it, it, that people think it's divisive because like, have you seen the movie? It's right. it's it it takes the pretty traditional. I mean, the, the point of view is very like you know, it's it's what you would expect. And when's the last time a war movie has won Best Picture? That's what I was wondering too. It's been a minute since a war movie specifically has won Hacksaw Best Ridge Picture. Didn't did. win anything. No. For that. Or um, Dunkirk. Or Dunkirk. Dunkirk. And Dunkirk was also a strong contender for the win. Yes, but, um, so, um, a war movie specific. I mean, oh my goodness, it's way back. Like, Argo's not a war movie. Right. Um, oh, Hurt Locker? Well, that's Hurt, oh, Hurt, yes, Hurt Locker. It is Hurt Locker. It'd be Hurt Locker. Okay. And there's another one. There's another one. Well, there's always another one. I mean, <laughs> well, no, I mean, like in recent, like the. I'd have to look somewhere. I don't know. Or I'm kind of looking. It. It's, it's. It wasn't saving Brevet Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> So you know, it's a, it's a possibility. I mean, it's really sure. no. I'm thinking, you know, war movie. It's, it's been, been a minute since it's been, been a war movie. It's been a while since a war movie has. Oh won an well, Oscar. Pl- platoon. Platoon. That's, that's what I was gonna say. It's like, that's I, think, Walker, I think of platoon. that's '86. That was me being born. <laughs> oh, oh, oh what? Uh, the English Patient was also kind of set. English Patient, yeah, it's set during World War Two. So the most recent is Hurt Locker. Then Hurt Locker would be the yeah. And what is that like? Two. That's 2009. All right. Go 1917. It's about time. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we've been saying. And for a World War One movie. Uh-huh. Right? Well, I mean, if, if, you're gonna, movie, if you're going to... All quiet. If, <laughs> I'm all for 1917, but if you are saying it's about time, then you should be rooting for Parasite, because no foreign film has ever won Best yeah. Picture. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, so that would be an it's about time. But. <laughs> well, 1917 is like a time in military time, so... Right. <laughs> all right, so we've gone through all these movies. We've predict- gone through all the predictions. Um, yeah. I, the show is hostless again? The show is hostless. <laughs> I think uh, they're all kind of like sort of a little bit – we would like a host, I think. Yes. Because it, thought... it gives their personality to the thing. I, I yeah. agree. It, it keeps it moving, right? Like. I think I actually sometimes I think a host actually does keep it moving. Because... I did. No, I thought last year I, – I, I mean I know some people were like, oh, it actually worked pretty well. I was like – I mean, in terms of flat, things though. happened, sure, but in terms, yeah, in terms of like a like you just said, Mark, a personality, it's like it came up lacking for me. I was like, the show just kind of feels oblong because of the lack of a host. And then that's why, like for Best Picture Green Book, you're like, oh, there wasn't like that, you know, like that drum roll, like feeling, like oh, let's. It's like it just kind of happened. Exactly. So yeah, I'd the like just... I'd like a host again. Let's real quick because what if there's a tie between us in the competition? How long do you think the ceremony is going to last? Oh, wait. So how long was it last year? It was three hours and 23 minutes last year. Three hours and 23. Okay. Hmm. <laughs> well, okay. This is hard because the second you say something, then I can just like add a minute, a minute <laughs> to it. Price is right. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, so you said three hours and twenty three minutes. Okay, no I will. Host. I will go first. I, I I I do have a time in my mind. So. Okay, what's your time? I, gonna... I I will say three hours and seventeen minutes. Three hours and seventeen minutes. Okay. I what was I gonna say? I'm gonna go three twenty seven. Three three twenty seven. <laughs> I don't know why. I just like that number. Okay. <laughs> I hope it's not that long. My... <laughs> yeah, that'd be that'd be a long. Okay, office. okay. No, it oh, could be. I just don't oh, want it to be. That... <laughs> go ahead. Sorry. I was gonna say. Um, I was um one night. What's one ninety nine? That's three hours and nineteen minutes. Yeah, three hours and nineteen minutes is what I'm going. With. <laughs> oh, that's just <laughs> you cut you it just tight right there. two minutes. Oh, that, that's, I, I I definitely haven't won because it's not I had, it's not gonna be shorter. 
It could be. I had 199 in my head, though. That's what I was okay, going Okay, I'm going to go with 324. 324. Okay, so that's two. A minute over. It's 204. From last year. 204 right. minutes. Okay. Did, by the way, did you guys watch the BAFTAs, or did you see any of it? I saw some of the speeches afterwards. It, so the the BAFTAs is really, like, it's not a very... Um, Baffling? The, 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 the presentation of the Oscars <laughs> isn't very memorable, uh, or of the uh, awards BAFTAs. isn't very memorable. It just got, but, it, but it moves. Like, the, the first hour of the BAFTAs, they had, like, presented, like, you know, I don't know, 12 awards or something. I mean, they, they really... It moves quickly. They go through it quickly. Yeah. That's how awards should be. <laughs> yeah, I think there's a way to present the awards quickly and still be funny. Um, well, meanwhile, the Academy Awards like, we've just added two new singers on top and all this other stuff. It's, right. What's going on? <laughs> I hope Rebel Wilson is presenting at the Oscars because she was very funny at the BAFTAs. Oh, you have presenters still. Yeah, well, let's see. Yeah, there's still all the presenters. Uh, anyway. So that's what I like the presenters. If they, if they have something, if they write something funny for the people, I think mm-hmm. those, those are good. We'll see what I'm happens. I'm going to say the envelopes will read themselves. We'll see what happens. <laughs> but for now, that's going to do it for our prediction show. We'll see what happens. We'll be back here Sunday night to record our results show. Aaron's going to win. We'll see. Uh, thank you, though. <laughs> you're going to do great. <laughs> you're, you're a little yeah, you're gonna no. get You're going you're gonna to get that uh, JoJo no. Rabbit costume design award. It's going to screw even. all of us up. It's going to be between you and Mark. You got this, both of you. Hey, Abe tried to. Oh, I didn't mention this. So Abe is not here, obviously, but he did submit a um a whole recording of everything that he wants, he thinks is going to and win. And of course, he thought Lion King's gonna get. Oh, and see, I wanted to, I wanted to, you know, comment on that. He uh, <laughs> we'll see, but uh, yeah, he. So after the after I'm done talking and then we're all done here, I, I'm gonna cut it to um, Abe's recording. It's a good five minute segment on what he thinks is going to win the Academy Award. So stay tuned for that. But until then, Mark, where can people find more of your work online? Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Mark underscore Hoban. And then you can also read my uh, reviews at fastfilmreviews.com. Anna Bosch. I'm on Twitter at Right to Recite. Uh, you can find everything I do over at thecodazeek.com, including my full written list of uh, the Academy Award predictions and my thoughts on those there in more expanded form. And I'm on Twitter at Aaron's PS4. Uh, Mark, Anna, thank you both for joining me this evening. Thank you. Thank you for having me. We'll be back here to decide uh, oh, or to, de- to determine how good of a show it was and all that other stuff. So, yeah. I'll and... just say, if this was a sports podcast, I would have won the Super Bowl. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, that's, that's Abe's other show that he doesn't talk about oh, very okay. much. Uh, but, yeah, that's going to do it here. <laughs> so, until next time, so long and goodbye. Okay, what have we got here? Oscar predictions 2020. I'm not on this week's show, but here are my predictions anyway. Uh, Probably going to be 100% right, so let's get started. Visual effects, tough one. I I kind of think that Lion King's going to win just because of all the, the, uh, I guess, lead-up that's going into it. Is it a good movie? No, but visual effects, pretty solid. Um, Dead eyes, though. Uh, Costume design, probably Little Woman. I think there's a lot of good things in this category, a lot of time pieces, but Little Men probably is uh, is my choice here. Hair and makeup, I'm not going to lie, Maleficent uh, had some interesting hair and makeup, probably just for Angelina Jolie, uh, but I'm going to go with Bombshell. I mean, they, those characters look like those characters. It, it's kind of uh, weird. 
maybe minus some some John Lithgow's Roger Ailes, but still Megan Kelly uh, played by um, Charlize Theron looked pretty much like Megan Kelly. Megan Kelly. Original song here, no idea. I'm gonna go with uh, John Elton John. Uh, I'm gonna love me again from Rocket Man. Original score. This is an interesting one. I like Thomas Newman's score in 1917. John Williams is a masterclass within himself. Uh, Alexander Desplat has won previously. Um, Marriage Story. Man. Uh, did I say Randy Newman or Thomas Newman? Thomas Newman for 1917 is good. Randy Newman for Marriage Story is, is fun and memorable. I, I think I'm going to go with the Joker on this one. Uh, production design. We're, oh, oof. I I am gonna go with Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Uh, there I said it. Uh, sound mixing. Uh, I am gonna go with 1917. Uh, sound editing. I am also gonna go with 1917. Film editing. Now I think that the film editing in these uh, nominations are pretty good. I'm gonna go with. Uh, I don't know if this is gonna be. Uh, type of upset or anything like that, but but I'm gonna go with Parasite for film editing, uh, best foreign language film Parasite, uh, best live action short. Now this I admittedly don't know anything about, um, so I'm gonna go with Brotherhood because um, it sounds good. Uh, best documentary short subject uh, I am gonna go with uh, learning to skateboard in a war zone if you're a girl. And let's see, let's see, uh, best documentary feature, I am going to go with American Factory, um, haven't seen any of them, American Factory I know is, uh, backed by, I think, President Obama's, uh, production campaign, but, uh, I know that Honeyland we've heard a lot about on the show as well, uh, but I'm going to go with American Factory, best cinematography, now, there's a lot of good options here. Uh, I kind of really like a lot of these, the, the looks in some of these movies here, but I'm going to go with Roger Deakins from 1917. Uh, best original screenplay. Now, this one's interesting because I think the best original screenplay is, I mean, this is weird because I, I, I do, for, I, I didn't love Parasite. I liked it. I do think that the script is very interesting if you were to read the script. And think about everything that's going on there, especially as you get through to some of these uh, stranger topics that we get to. Quentin Tarantino's Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, I, I, that script is very fun and free to some degree. It, it is a well-done script. I, I'm going to go with Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Best Adapted Screenplay? Uh, I am going to go, man, I would love Greta Gerwig to win this. Maybe she will. Uh, but I, I'm going to go with Taika Waititi with Jojo Rabbit. Uh, best animated short. Now, best animated short is, um, hmm, best animated short. I feel as though, uh, I'm going to go with Hair Love here, for sure, Hair Love. Uh, best animated feature, as much as I loved Missing Link, uh, and Aaron talked about his love of Claws, Claws? Um... I'm going to go with Toy Story 4 here. Uh, Toy Story 3, I think, was nominated for Best Picture last year. So Toy Story 4, Best Animated Feature. Best Director, Sam Mendes, 1917. Uh, Best Supporting Actress, Laura Dern, Marriage Story. Best Supporting Actor, uh, Brad Pitt, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Lead Actress, 
I am going to go with, man, Renee Zellweger for Judy. I think she's been winning a lot of things lately. Best Actor. I'm going to go with Joaquin Phoenix for Joker. Um, Best Picture. This is going to be 1917. Almost uh, bet my lunch money on it. All $1.25. So as far as things go, we're going to see. Kind of uh, a less than interesting race this year. In some categories, tougher than others. But as you watch the PGAs, DGAs, and whatever else, uh, a lot of the same people are winning. So there we go. Thanks a lot. I can't let you throw yourself away.